0: It's the market that you are in. Not everyone wants to do any sort of remodeling, and Aller Building Company, they are potentially for you. Beautiful showroom floor to open up within this last year. I know we uh, actually did a a Facebook video from over there, and it is great because it allows you to put the personal touches on the home, those those things that you got to have. Um, The countertops and the the fixtures and the faucets. And there's so many different types and styles. And you may not think much of it until they aren't the right ones. You're like, eh, I do not like that. And part of the problem and hassle has always been traveling all over the place. Like, okay, well, all right, we're going to do lighting now. So we got to hit this place here, that place there, this place there. And, you know, hours or maybe a day later, then you can do sinks and so forth and so forth. With all our building company, it's all in one place. O-L-L-E-R. You can find them at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. All right. So, AOC has once again demonstrated Ocasio-Cortez this expectation that voters disconnect the Results of democratic leadership and policy from uh, like reality, Uh, you have these people, and and Ocasio-Cortez, the New York Post has a piece written up on this, where she's essentially complaining about how in New York, working class people can't hardly afford to live there. wonder why that is incidentally these stories go hand in hand democrat chicago mayor brandon johnson you know whose fault it is that chicago continues to look like a third world country oh it's right-wing extremism of course you know it's the political party that hasn't had any i don't even i mean not in our lifetime i don't know how far back the one party rule of Democrats in Chicago goes, but it's generations. I, I doubt there's anyone even living in Chicago that has ever been represented by a Republican other than um, perhaps a U.S. Senator some time ago uh, and a president. But in terms of city council, a mayor, local uh, representation, local senator, local, I, I it, never had any representation of a Republican and if they did, being in Chicago, certainly could not do anything that made a difference because they were just one voice in a hurricane of leftism. I just looked it up.
1: Hmm. The last uh Chicago mayor that was a Republican was from nineteen twenty seven to nineteen
0: thirty one. Yeah. So almost a hundred years. What was the 20 what uh, when, when were they elected? When do they serve?
1: Uh they served from 1927 to 1931. All
0: right. So, uh almost 100 years since the last Republican mayor started his term in Chicago. So I suppose technically there there could be a few people alive <laughs> that they weren't able to vote, uh but uh lived to at least exist under a Republican in that capacity. But this is just the, the the typical leftist. Put us in charge. It is so important you put us in charge. But then they portray themselves as irrelevant when it comes to results. You ever notice that? Whether it's Biden, Ocasio-Cortez mayor of chicago these democrats they tell you uh, by gosh you have to get us in if you don't get us in office all these horrible awful things are going to happen we are the ones who are going to save this city we are the ones who are going to save this state we're the ones who are going to save this country oh my gosh if you don't allow us to stay in charge all these horrible things are going to happen but then they act like they they're irrelevant well i mean we can't help it right wing extremism has made this city a piece of crap to live in well, what was the point of electing you if you couldn't do anything? Now, of course, they can do These are the, the results of their policies. And the reason that you continue to see the same results over and over again, because the people in these cities choose Democrats over and over again. And if you continue to do the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results over and over again. I mean, this is not very difficult to understand. Apparently, though, for some people it is. Or they just like it. There are some people who love to be miserable. Weather in moments right now, the latest news.
2: Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. The 19-year-old charged with the murder of Chavez Wynn will not be getting out on bond. Elijah Bedell is at the Greene County Jail, accused of killing Wynn and injuring his pregnant girlfriend in a drive-by shooting in downtown Springfield earlier this month. Several members of Wynn's family showed up to the hearing Tuesday. His girlfriend spoke in front of the judge, stating Bedell is a danger to the community and that she and Wynn had never met Bedell before the shooting. Two other teen suspects are charged in juvenile court for Wynn's murder. Wynn will be back in court next Week. The man who helped Dennis Cleveland, the owner of Affordable Towing, tamper with the emission systems on tow trucks, was sentenced in federal court to the exhaust systems and monitoring devices. Cleveland took his trucks to Robert Dykes' business for alterations to the exhaust systems and monitoring devices. Dykes will be sentenced to two years of probation and fined $500 for his rule. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna.
0: First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. A cloudy day today, high of fifty nine. Don't see a lot of clouds out there now. However, there is tonight a slight chance of rain, down to forty one, and rain expected tomorrow with a high of fifty two. Uh, we have a very busy Friday. We'd love for you to join us as we kick things off with our heroes' breakfast at. Scramblers, if you're a veteran, come by, get free breakfast. That thanks to uh, the good people at Scramblers, of course, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, Delta Roofing, and Serenity Honors. And then we are going to embark on our annual Uh, gift-finding mission, if you will. We call it Nick's Favorite Things. Uh, Foreman Mechanical is sponsoring it again this year, and we are going to, uh, as soon as the show's over, we're going to hit different areas, different local businesses throughout the area, bringing you different ideas for Christmas. So if you're having a hard time brainstorming, maybe this will help. Um, We are going to uh, be... uh, given transportation from or by Corwin Ford of Springfield and Republic. A thank you to them. We are going to be stopping at uh, just to list some of the places for you. Quick draw gun and Monette wonders of wildlife. High V Ming auto beauty center just for him. Uh, Aviary cafe. And we're going to wrap it up at retro Metro for our happy hour. And at that happy hour, It is going to – we're going to do a big giveaway of all these different items that we highlight throughout the day for one person. All you got to do is be there um, and we'll have you put your name, piece of paper – We'll draw it at six, and one person is going to get uh, the, the, the gift idea from each of those different locations. So it'll be quite the haul. If you need any additional information, of course, we have it listed at ksgf.com. But the important thing to remember is that throughout the day, you'll hear us on air as we every hour. Come uh, on air during a break, and we'll spend an entire break from that location talking to you about what that local business has to offer. And we'll also do a Facebook Live as well during that hour, and then love for you to join us at Retro Metro. It is closed down for our event is private event. Not to you. I mean, you all are invited, of course. So I mentioned that just in case you arrive and you think, well, it doesn't really look like it's open. It, it's open for us. So that is from four to six. Retro Metro on Friday. Streaming live, ksgf dot com. Facebook Live one zero four one. Nick Reed. There. I like how you always wave over there when I say that. Or, I, do you. Always, I've noticed that the last couple of times. Yeah, I always do it. Oh, okay. I
1: just hello out there. That's Nice.
0: Hello. Yeah. Let Let's do a New Year's. Um, Commitment, I don't want to use resolution, so overplayed, uh, that we are going to, for Facebook Live, create decent lighting.
1: <laughs> I would love that. I always Ring look,
0: lights or whatever. I look so
1: washed out. Well,
0: and the lights from above, it, it's just horrible. I know, you looking. look like a, an evil
1: villain. Yeah, well... I mean, it's bad. So that's oh. why we always... You have a light above you that we never turn on. One, because it hums. Yeah. But two, I, I think we got that fixed. But two, it yeah, does... Yeah, but
0: t- keeping it turned off. That's how we have that fixed.
1: <laughs> no, I think they actually fixed it. Oh. Yeah. But uh, you do look like an evil villain. So, figured I'd just keep yeah. that light off for you. No. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, it's just the most unflattering way possible, I think, to ha- to have it lit in here. And I think you do have a ring light over there, but with this other lighting overpowering it. Mm. We did for a while have well, some different lighting, but then you know I that was
1: have a comment on that. Jeremy just texted me. He said, "I got you guys new lighting, but he took it away. But you never used it. I know he did-
0: we used it all the time. Yes, we did. He's lying.
1: He is lying.
0: Lying piece of trash. Fake news. Fake news from Jeremy Womack. That's what you-
1: he's a liar." <laughs>
0: Look at the power we have. Oh, you want to text us? Guess what? Mm-hmm. We have a radio show. We will ruin you. Uh, no, we did, but yeah. And uh, it was
1: really nice. But I yeah. I think no. he
0: used it for his own home videos. Yeah,
1: one of them disappeared. His, his only
0: fans page. Yes. He, wanted the li- he needed better lighting for his only fans page.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He said he'll bring one back. Well, what's we one going to we do? Can,
0: <laughs> well, no, I, the ring lights aren't that expensive I and mean, they'll do the job. Like, yeah. and, and, well, so I have it,
1: one he, over here, but I don't think it does a difference. Well, it on. not
0: with the overhead lights on is yeah. the thing is what I'm saying, because that washes it out. So if we get and they're not that expensive and put one here and put one, you know, that I think we can set it up to where he doesn't have to, um, you know, be so generous as to allow us to use his light because it is really nice expensive lighting mm-hmm. that he has and we don't want him to lose only subscribers because of bad lighting <laughs> representative alexandria ocasio-cortez spoke with voters at a tele town hall on monday where she fielded questions about her and other progressive lawmakers efforts to pressure biden to rein in uh israel's defense of itself against terrorists Because this is the Democrat Party of 2023. The New York Post editorial board ripped Ocasio-Cortez after she complained that New York City was too expensive for working class people. (laughs) The board agreed that the lawmaker was right, but pointed the blame at her for pushing the very policies that have made the city too expensive. The editorial published Tuesday began by stating, for once, AOC's right. They can't afford to live here anymore. She said Monday of working class Gothamites. The thing is, it's the policies that she and her progressive allies want more of that have made the the city so expensive. And legitimately, they can't argue otherwise. They do, however. But particularly when you're looking in areas of New York, once again, you have people that they, they, they live under one party rule. These insane liberal policies. The worst places to live in the countries, or in this country. In terms of standard of living, rampant drug use, homelessness, defecating on sidewalks, crime, education, income gap. They're all places that are solely run by Democrats, one-party rule system. I will say, in fairness to Democrats, they are constantly rehired to continue doing the same, so why change? If you do a job, regardless of how you do it, but the people in charge say, yeah, we want you to continue to do what you're doing, why would you change that? I mean, unless you just, your goal is to actually make things better. But if it's not that, if your goal is just to cling to power, then you're going to do what the voters respond to. And apparently, Democrat voters like worse education outcomes. They like high crime. They like massive income gaps. They like increased homelessness. They love just rampant out in the street drug use. They they like the idea that in any given moment walking down the street, you can just be randomly stabbed by someone. I, I, they must like it because this is what they this is their choice. But for Ocasio-Cortez to then complain about it. Interestingly enough, I suppose she's complaining about her own voters. Vote her in place to continue the policies that lead to this place that she's complaining about. It was a few years ago she was whining about the fact that a restaurant, which was an iconic restaurant in New York, was closing down after 85 years in business. And it was talking about how I think it was where either as a child she would eat or she even worked there at one point and how horrific it was that it was closing. And they came out and they're like, "Um, it's because of the minimum wage increase and this policy and that policy, we can't afford it any longer. And these were policies that Ocasio-Cortez supported. Chicago mayor blames right-wing extremists for Chicago's problems. Well, of course. Because if there is any one place that is an example of right-wing policies it's Chicago I, I mean whenever the average American is asked what's the most conservative city you can think of Chicago immediately pops to mind Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson blamed right-wing extremism for the ills facing the crime-ridden city this was during a statement. During a press conference yesterday, quote, what we've seen is a very raggedy form of right-wing extremism. Everyone knows, everyone knows, that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically-run cities. And quite frankly, they have been quite intentional about going after democratically-run cities that are led by people of color. Now, explain that, if you would. I'm going to plead ignorant here. How is it that Republicans, what, what is it that they have done that has specifically targeted a city like Chicago that has made it worse? What legislation have they passed? What, what, what is it? Explain this. Connect the dots. It says the same party that wouldn't accept President Obama was actually an American. Uh, that was started by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Of course, he, you know, mentioned storming the Capitol. The same extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. Uh, again, that was the Democrat Party. <laughs> Somebody needs to give this guy a history check or not because these people do not live in reality, nor are they forced to. I, you know, one can I don't know, talk about the policies and. And for people that don't pay attention to what works and what doesn't work, okay, I I guess that they could be victim of disinformation. But you don't have to know anything about policy. You don't have to know anything about legislation to recognize When somebody says, put me in charge, I'm going to fix things, but then when they're in charge, things aren't fixed, and they say, well, I can't help it because it's other people that, then why did you ask for the job? I know I I do these analogies quite often, but for me, it helps simplify things in my own mind. I've got leaky faucets. It's a real problem. I call someone that says, oh, yeah, no, I can fix it. They come, oh, definitely, you, you need to hire me. I'm the best at it. I'm the one that can fix it. And then they don't fix it. And, in fact, things get worse. And then they just sit around and tell me, well, it's not my fault it's not working. Um, it's because of this and these people over here and these plumbers over there. Like, well, I didn't hire them. Yeah, but you know what? They're always out to get me. I, at what You know, the, the average person would be like, um, okay, and hire someone else. Not Democrat voters. (laughs) There's a special little part of the brain for a lot of these people in which they insist on electing people that they claim are going to protect them from all these bad things from happening. And then when it doesn't happen, well, they can't really help. There's nothing they can do about it. Then why did you elect them? Well, because if we didn't, things would have gotten bad. But they are bad. And you you say that that, that can't be helped. So what difference does it make? I guess that requires thinking. Springfield's Talk 1041, i I'm Nick Reed. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Regarding Ocasio-Cortez, I may have tuned in late, but I remember AOC was instrumental in keeping Amazon with ten thousand jobs out of her congressional district, good-paying jobs as well. Yeah, that is true. I, I I forgot about that. one. there have been many instances in which Ocasio-Cortez has been instrumental in screwing over the middle class and and uh, you know just working New Yorkers, this is. It's come up because she did a town hall meeting and, and she was complaining about how in her district and in New York, I mean, it's just too expensive for normal people to, to live and to work. And, and the New York Post had an editorial, yeah, you're right. It's because of policies that you support. Uh, I referenced a restaurant that she had, it was a historic restaurant in New York that had to shut down a couple of years ago. And um, it was pre-COVID. If I recall, I think she tried to blame it on Trump or something. But uh, and they had noted, uh, no, it's the recent uh, New York minimum wage hike. And it's this regulation and that they were all things that she supported. I had forgotten that she was instrumental, if not solely responsible for preventing 10,000 good paying jobs because she was, I don't know, had some fit with Amazon at the time. And so they eventually like, you know what? Forget it. We'll just create these jobs elsewhere. Uh, but do you think that will cause her to lose reelection? Hasn't yet. Again, why should she stop screwing over her constituents when they keep rewarding her for doing so? I mean, hey, she apparently is doing exactly what she was hired to do. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Out in Oakland, California, the city council there unanimously voted to side with Hamas in requiring a ceasefire. Okay, well. Sarah Myers.
1: Thank you. Whenever something unexpected happens at your house, uh, it can be difficult, frustrating, stressful, all of those words that just describe when things are a hassle. And whenever a roof repair pops up, that's typically not something like, you know what, on Thursday, I'm going to plan for a roof repair. No, that's that's typically not what happens. It's typically after uh, some rain, wind, hail, you name it. And uh, it's good to have somebody that is in your corner. And that's why I love to recommend Josh and his team over at the Pure. Pier- pyramid roofing company, and I speak from experience. Uh, whenever the husband and I first purchased our home, we had kind of that worst-case scenario, and I've mentioned that many times, but it was in really bad shape, and we were nervous because we didn't really know what to expect, but Josh and his team, they did a phenomenal job working through the process with us, and we had to get the whole nine yards done. We needed new decking, new shingles, gutters, ventilation, you name it, and then, of course, we needed it not only on our home, but on our garage and our cellar as well. And they made the process just incredibly simple. I couldn't recommend them enough. And if you are looking for a, a great roofing company, I recommend the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now, you can give Josh and his team a call today, and you can find all of that contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com.
0: Biden campaign, allies, Pelosi, uh, North Carolina Governor Cooper float message. Trump is coming for your health care. Oh, we get to go back to that one. Now, some who are perhaps relatively new to the world of politics are paying attention. This is something that gets brought up every so often. They go through a rotation. In fact, this message is the message that Bernie Sanders was really pushing that caused his campaign volunteer to try and kill as many Republicans as possible at that softball tournament or the practice for it, he believed that Republicans were going to take away health care. This is why he had a list. He even said this is for health care during the shootings, or for Obama, I forget what it was, but he was very clear because he believed this messaging. He believed that if he killed enough Republicans, he would be saving lives because Bernie Sanders told him, as well as Democrats and the media, that they were going to take away health care, take away Obamacare, and people were going to die because of it. So in his mind, killing Republicans, murdering them would be saving lives. He would be a a, a hero, a lifesaver. So of course, why not bring that campaign theme back? Biden's campaign board members, former House Speaker Pelosi, and Democrat North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper called former President Trump's call to replace Obamacare an assault. Because before Obamacare, no one had health care. Did you know that? Pelosi and Cooper, respectively, the chair and a member of the Biden campaign's National Advisory Board, spoke to the press on a Tuesday conference call about Trump's pledge to repeal Obamacare if elected president in 2024. Pelosi began by calling the former president's comments a dire threat to the health and well-being of American families. Again, it's the exact same messaging that caused one of their activists to try to murder as many Republicans and shoot some um, successfully. Uh, uh, The same message. I guess in that capacity, if the goal is to try and inspire more followers to murder Republicans, then go back to what works. Pelosi said this week, the former president reminded us he's hell-bent on destroying the Affordable Care Act and doing so he's making an assault on the financial and health security of America's family. Well, that would be all fine and good if Obamacare did what it was that Democrats falsely claimed it was going to do, like lower cost when it increased it, lower premiums when it increased it, lower wait times to see your doctor when it increased it, lower time uh, wait times in emergency rooms when it increased it. On the flip side, increase all of your options when it lowered them. I don't think there was a single thing Obamacare did that they claimed it was going to do, right? I don't think it, it, I, I don't think that it, I mean there's a th- it did the opposite. Even Elizabeth Warren is acknowledging this. Senator Elizabeth Warren, quote, this according to the Wall Street Journal editorial board last Friday, is at long last acknowledging that Obamacare has increased health care prices. Warren, who, of course was a big pusher of Obamacare because, of course, it was going to make things cheaper and everyone would have all the health care that they wanted anytime they wanted it because that's how reality works. She has recently come to a, quote, epiphany about, quote, industry consolidation and price increases caused by the health care law, per the Journal. A letter to the Health and Human Service Department inspector general was aimed at determining if vertically integrated health care companies are hiking prescription drug costs and evading federal regulations. Now, the, the piece here is you know about. Of course, this admission from Elizabeth Warren, one of the huge supporters, that it has not made things better. It's made things worse. It is pretty funny timing that while Elizabeth Warren is expressing these concerns, recognizing the realities of Obamacare and how it has made things worse and less affordable, you have the Biden campaign that is out there beginning to float the argument that uh, uh, that Trump is going to get rid of this. Well, these are contradictory messages, aren't they? Now, of course, the Democrat approach and frankly, the approach of a lot of establishment Republicans is when the government gets involved in something and makes it worse. The answer is to do more of what made it worse. And of course, that's going to be the Elizabeth Warren approach. It's not. Well, let's go back. Let's look at a time when we did not have double or triple triple um, rate inflation compared to the rest of the, the, the country. For medicine, Because once upon a time, the rate of inflation for medicine was the same as milk, was the same as clothing, was the same as everything else. Up until around the Johnson administration, when the government decided to start making promises, intervening in the private market and saying, you know what, we're going to make things better. From that moment, things became worse, less affordable, less accessible. And every time the government said, well, we're going to fix that. It got worse, and then they said, well, we'll fix that, and we'll fix that, and we'll fix that. The very people, it's just maddening, the very people who make it worse then say, you need us to make it better. And half the time, those people get reelected. So Elizabeth Warren's answer will not be, let's look back at a time when it was more affordable, and it was more accessible to people. No, they won't do that, because that's less government. What their answer will be is we need more government. We need government to fix the problem that we created. But at the same time, <laughs> only the Biden campaign would pick now as a time to start this campaign of uh, you know, Trump is threatening to get rid of Obamacare. Now, it is the Democrat Party, and they are catering to a lot of Democrat voters, so these inconsistencies will be irrelevant. You will have a segment of the population, the vast majority Democrats, but not solely Democrats, that will be susceptible to the message that is an accurate message that with government involvement, Obamacare has actually made things worse. But they will at the same time also be susceptible to to the message that making that go away is going to be really bad. Getting rid of the thing that is making it worse is somehow contrary to their best interest. You know how different the makeup of Congress would look and the makeup of the political parties would look if everyone who voted, I'm not even saying that they're smart or educated, but just thought, use the brain for the very basic recognitions of reality. Just that alone, I'm talking the bare minimum, the bare minimum of brain power. That alone, I believe, would tremendously shift the direction of this country. You just think about the fact that, and this is where we are as a country, that the Democrats recognize on one hand, they can complain about the fact that Obamacare with Elizabeth Warren is making things worse while simultaneously scaring people into believing that if Trump's elected president, he's going to take that thing away that has made things worse. And they know that they can do that. Springfield's Talk 1041, i I'm Nick Reed. Don't forget the characters. And I want a great home loan dot com. This is a process that has been crafted over the years. Uh, well before I even started here. I don't know how far back beyond that, but it's a constant honing and, and making sure it's as developed and efficient as possible so that if you do start that process and you do want to learn what home loan options are available for you, uh, it starts at Iwantagreathomeloan.com. You enter some basic info. Someone from the character team is going to get with you. Get some additional info and off to the races you go. And uh, if you are even thinking, even thinking about Looking at homes, maybe even not this week, next week, maybe after the first of the year, whenever it is going to be. You're not definitely going to purchase a new home, but you're thinking about it. Do the I want a great home com part first. That way, when you're doing one of the weekend open houses and you find that dream home and the timing is right, everything's perfect, you don't have to wait until Monday. You have that pre approval letter. So you can go ahead and make that offer and secure it. You don't want to lose out because you got things out of order. I want a great home loan dot com because you do. Uh, Little Nazi Greta Thunberg facing backlash after she was captured chanting crush Zionism at a recent pro Hamas rally in Sweden. Thunberg has already faced criticism over her anti-Semitic views and has been accused of promoting pro-Hamas propaganda. Crush Zionism, of course, the call to destroy Jews and Israel's right to even exist. Some people have a problem with that. The Epic Times, which posted a video of Thunberg making the re- uh, remarks, said that the incident happened last weekend in Stockholm, Now, how can we criticize her for this? Haven't we already been told that she is a person we should listen to? It doesn't matter that she has no real education or even understanding of things. Let's look at how she was presented when it came to Presenting herself as, as the, the great dictator of all things climate. Eh, you know, she's some, at the time, what, 13, 14, 12 year old girl? Uh, you weren't even allowed to criticize, you weren't even allowed to question her declarations. The media put her up on a pedestal. Anyone who criticized her, they they were ripped for how dare you don't, you know, she's on the spectrum. How dare you attack a little girl? Republicans were publicly attacked for noting, yeah, she doesn't really know what she's talking about. How dare you? What sort of adult human being goes after a child? Everything she said was gospel. So why is that any different when she's anti-Semitic? Why is it any different when she's, you know, standing there chanting with a bunch of anti-Semites that the Jews should be eliminated? Uh, is she no longer an expert when it comes to these things? I, I'm confused. How how do we choose these people? It's become clear expertise is not in any way, shape or form connected to actual expertise or understanding. You You just get labeled that, right? We really saw this during the... Uh, covid situation in this country where you would have social media outlets and others just arbitrarily decide no uh you're not an expert so you're banned you're an expert why is this person an expert because well, we said that oh okay but what they say doesn't make sense ah uh, 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 they're an expert you don't question them yeah but this expert's position has changed completely over ah uh, uh, they're an expert they're allowed to change. So we know that expertise is something that is anointed by people in power, the elites. They get to choose. It has a, 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 nothing whatsoever to do with the, th- the presentation of ideas, the exploration of ideas, the understanding of concepts. None of that matters. By these standards crafted by the elites, Greta Thunberg is an expert. And evidently, she's just an expert because she is. And and this is why we were to listen to her when it came to climate, why she got all these magazines and interviews and, and everyone in the entire world knew who this girl was. And the only reason that she was presented as an expert is because we were told she was. It's not like, well, she has a degree from over here, or, well, their background over here. None, none of that. So, what what's changed? Are we not supposed to listen to her anti Semitic rants calling for the elimination of Israel? Is it still beating up on a poor innocent girl? I mean, Wait, she is a lefty after all. What do you expect? Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Talk about Elizabeth Warren uh, recognizing and acknowledging that, Oh, I don't know that she expected to become public necessarily, that Obamacare has just made things worse, that's made more expensive. And um, lo and behold, you have companies that figure out a way to, I mean, it's just, you just want to beat your head against the wall. And you, you you say ahead of time, here's what's going to happen, and then it happens. And it's just, I, I don't know. Anyway, we are also had kind of a theme going between Ocasio-Cortez, the mayor of Chicago, that Democrats, when they're fully in charge and get what they want and then things don't go well, um, that it's Republicans' fault. And so this text playing off of that, I'm assuming um, – they're mocking uh, that notion, saying, don't you remember the reason Obamacare didn't work the way that Obama wanted it? It's because it wasn't a single payer that he wanted. That part's true. Uh, the Republicans changed it to keep the insurance companies in, and that's why it's still messed up. <laughs> that would be a position that—assume this person's mocking the left. Uh, yeah, it's never—here never there. Here they complete absolute control. They control everything. They get to craft this— and it was actually dependent on insurance companies being part of it because that's why that when the democrats set up the rules they forced insurance companies to cover people until they're 26 years old they forced insurance companies even if you're a man you have to be covered for pap smears and you know they they started to try and micromanage the insurance companies in order to subsidize the what they saw and acknowledged were losses here and so the in, the democrats had to it was instrumental they had to infuse insurance as part of it. it's why you remember they promised if you love your insurance company, you can keep it that That was one of the big promises that turned out to be a lie so given that Democrats crafted Obamacare with insurance being instrumental to its existence and a selling point, oh, you get to keep your doctor, you like your insurance, don't worry, you can keep you know all that stuff. That that would be something Democrats would try and claim now is that well no it's uh, uh because Republicans somehow even though they had no control whatsoever they uh, uh made sure that uh, insurance companies were part of it that sounds about right <laughs> there was uh, months ago in order to try and artificially prop up the EV market the the Biden administration was pushing to uh, uh, subsidize the companies with taxpayer dollars. Now, this was couched as being a creation of American jobs because it was going to block the communist Chinese from receiving these subsidies. And so that was going to make EVs that are American-made more affordable and accessible artificially through taxpayer dollars. And that was going to help American jobs. And that was one of the, that was the big selling point. How this is a pro America. Oh, guess what? Guess what portion of that? The Biden administration is quietly lifting. The part that denies the communist Chinese the taxpayer dollar benefits. The Biden administration is considering altering the electric vehicle tax credit standards in a way that will benefit China. According to Bloomberg News, U.S. officials are weighing whether to ease eligibility standards for electric vehicle tax credits that currently preclude EVs that use batteries made in China or are constructed with Chinese extracted materials. Democratic Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow revealed on Tuesday, according to Bloomberg, Chinese companies dominate the global EV supply chain and the American EV market has sagged in recent months, despite the administration's best efforts to force taxpayers to try and subsidize the industry. So the tax credit made available via the Inflation Reduction Act, that had that promise of, oh, no, this is great. This is this is all for American jobs. This is going to stimulate those American jobs by denying the taxpayer subsidies to the communist Chinese. Well, it looks like they're on track to allowing that money to flow to the communist Chinese. So much for trying to, through legislation, artificially prop up the industry for americans anyhow glenbeck's next i'm nick reed